This is the Blue Microphone's official podcast hosted by yours truly, Tyler Barth, all the way from Blue Studios out in Westlake Village, California, where we invite our favorite artists to come out and co-host the show. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with today's special guests. They seem so harmless at the time. This is the Blue Microphone's official podcast. I'm out here from the House of Rock in Santa Monica, California. I'm your host, Tyler Barth, with my co-host, Shell. <laughs> Hello. Hi. 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 So what did you guys think? You were invited out to the House of Rock. You walk in, and I asked you to rock the house. Yeah, and I, I think I think it was rocked. I, I mean, think we were rocked by we the house rocked. because the yeah. house is pretty... It's stellar. I mean, it's, it's We were rocky. rocked by the microphone. <laughs> you nailed it. You did. You were rocked by the house, but then you rocked the house. Yeah. Oh, good. There it good. is. It was, there was mutual rocking there. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But uh, it's been an honor to, you know, I knew that you were coming out several weeks ago, thanks to your amazing team and Matt for coordinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've had a lot of excitement sort of thinking about what we can do with you, obviously, at the house, because as we prefaced, the house was sort of yours to do what you wanted with. Mm-hmm. You could record in any room, and I think we settled on the studio yes. based on timing. But yeah. I bet it sounds the best. It sounded amazing, and it's yeah. nice to have a drum kit as well. What a luxury. For our listeners, just so you know, settling for the studio was not hard to do. It's still an amazing room. The whole You couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't settle in a bad room. <laughs> like, <It's true. laughs> this house is amazing. Well, let's take everybody back for our listeners that maybe don't know Shell. Um, where did it all begin? I have sort of a general understanding, but you and I, you, this is the first time we're actually talking about this face to face. You have a general understanding. Our parents got together and um, that's that's what happened. That's kind of where it started. You know? <laughs> Decided to hatch four children. Yeah. All, all girls. All, well, they have six children, one boy. Well, I don't know if anything was really decided, but it happened. I don't know. They. I think we probably came out and they were like musicians. Yeah. <laughs> so there are two others. Mm-hmm. Yes. Two before us. Two before you. So the oldest guy and girl decided we'll leave it for the four youngins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. And yeah. do they play music? No, our oldest yeah. sister. I'm sorry. I'm hogging the microphone. Go for it, Hannah. Oh, yeah, our older sister went to Cornell, and she's like really, really smart. And then our older brother, uh, he's he's kind of a jack of all trades, and he's musically inclined, but he didn't like practicing so much. So. He just does a lot of things. Yeah, he's made wine and um, church warden tobacco pipes. It's all sort of handyman work. Pretty impressive. Well, let's give the elders our props. And yeah. now we'll focus on you guys. You ladies, I should say. <laughs> so you. let's go around the room, introduce yourself, what you play in the group. And then, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say we span the ages of teen to early Tween. 20. Yeah, that's good. Sure, yeah, early yeah. 20s. Let's it's go a, with that. It's 24 <laughs> to 19. So yeah, you pretty much nailed it. That's pretty cool. I love that. This is a good range. And mm-hmm. your parents weren't messing around. They're like, we need well, to they hatch were. these girls. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were messing were. around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough uh, talking here. Hana, who are you in the group and what do you do? All right, I'm the keyboard player. And um, yeah, I play keyboards and I sing. She writes a lot of songs too. And I'm I'm Sarah. I'm the violinist and the uh, violinist. And you sing. <laughs> I sing. And I'm Eva. I play mandolin and I sing. 
and also write a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. Uh, I'm Liza. I'm drums and percussion and also do vocals as well as beatboxing. That's pretty cool. And you and guys fill each other's sentences in, which is really cool because I just saw that happen three different times. <laughs> Goes down the line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And are we in order from uh, eldest to youngest? Almost. Almost. So if these two swapped seats, and by these two she means Sarah and Eva, so it goes Hannah is the oldest, Eva, Sarah, and then Liza is the youngest. Very yeah. cool. I like it. So was it Fort Fun where it all began? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went much. to Boulder, so I know yeah, all about I, Fort Fun. Oh, oh, are you a yeah. buff? I mean, I was. I, I, I still am. I still, <laughs> still a buffalo. Go Rams! But I drove 45 minutes north and uh, made my way into Fort Collins and had a lot of fun in Fort Collins, which yeah. is why we call it Fort Fun. Fort Fun, fun. That's yeah. Right. Is there a story why you call it Fort Fun? Or is it just because it's that fun? New Belgium Brewing Company. Yeah, yeah that's probably, probably what it well, is. Well, ha- I don't know. We have a mini- miniature golf course called Fort Fun. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that happened, but I just call it Fort Collins. We call it FOCO. FOCO. FOCO in the COCO. We come from FOCOCO. Yeah, because it's Fort Collins, Colorado. So FOCOCO. Abbreviate it to FOCOCO. Favorite venue to play in your hometown? Aggie. I like the Aggie. I do oh, wait. Aggie. Lincoln wait Centers. Yeah, the Lincoln Center Lincoln. and the Griffiths Concert Hall at the music, the Colorado State University Music it's Concert an home. amazing. We also home. like we like Hodies, and there's a lot of really fun clubs there. Yeah. So it's hard to really just nail one. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna dig into some music. Um, the music you played here today, tracked live here in the recording studio at the House of Rock. Before you recorded, though, I think we hand selected a few mics that you guys ended up using in Ooh, the session. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Eves. I think it was the, was it the Series 2 bottle rocket? I think it was. Yeah. And for everybody uh, that's listening that is non-technical, it basically was a mic that sounded best on her vocal. We did mm-hmm. a, we, we put all the mics in a horseshoe and we listened to them and said, that's the one for the session. We did. It was a good mic tasting. Yeah. Uh, we've never done a mic tasting like that with that many mics before, so it was pretty cool to like, we did 15 mics today and went through and listened to 10 seconds on each one. We had a whole group of people here. We're all sitting down, like writing our notes on. It was it was fabulous. It was a lot of fun yeah. to sample the different. I don't know. Yeah, it is a mic tasting just yeah. to sample yeah. each individual sound. Of Although the mic. that term makes me want to lick the microphone. Right? I totally. I, like, I almost did the same <laughs> thing. I was like, you know, especially, especially, especially you have this little guy looks like a lollipop. <laughs> or you've got a microphone called the blueberry microphone. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm using it right now. Or the now. blue jay. Yeah. Oh wait, bluebird. Yes, <laughs> good. That was pretty good. Hannah, you also did a mic tasting. Yes. So, so we got two of the four girls, the Shell sisters. Is it is it Shell sisters or is it Shell? I mean, it's, it's, we, shell. it's, it's whatever. Yeah. You can. We uh, we we're mostly called the girls. Both are true. <laughs> I mean, we're sisters and we're in Shell, so it's true. That's and and gross. we're girls. Yeah. Oh well, there we go. So <laughs> <That's good. laughs> sorry. <Hannah. laughs> Your mic tasting. How'd it taste? It was delicious. Um. Yeah, and I don't actually know what microphone I was using during the session because there were a few that I really liked, and I lost track. Lost track. Well, fair enough. Now, let's get into the music. Okay. Everyone here is very interested in hearing specific songs for the first time, Um, maybe songs they've heard recorded that live maybe on iTunes, but in the case of the House of Rock sessions, you've never heard this version before. (laughs) All right, so you guys rocked the House of Rock. You gave us a couple brand new, fresh tracks that have been recorded other places, but the first time ever at the House of Rock. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, we first recorded a track uh, 
When the Dragon Came Down. Where was this song originally written? Eva. Outside, actually, we live in the country about uh, 20 minutes north of Fort Collins. And we have a beautiful view of the foothills. And uh, we're all actually pretty avid Tolkien fans. And um, I was a bit uh, bored of the standard mandolin tuning, so I took it down to an F. I went out and I was just sitting in the lawn chair staring at the mountains, and that's how it all started. Mm-hmm. I appreciate learning that story. There you go. And so when you guys write, or when you ladies write music together, is it usually does it usually begin with Eves, or how does that all work? Yeah, it usually begins with Eva. There, there are a couple that we all will get together and write together, um, like in the car or something like that. But she, she usually comes up with the lyrics and the chords, and she'll bring it to us. And we might tweak a couple things, but then... The, we collaborate on it, and just that's when that's when it turns into to magic into a shell. Yeah. Yes, magic. <laughs> we use that word here at the House of Rock all the time. So. House of Magic, rock. No. <laughs> it's rock, Magical love, rock. and magic. I like you it. Gotta, you've like got to love the rock and the magic in order for it to all fit. So <laughs> absolutely. Um, who typically drives? Well, I, I, I take the big cities. Liza takes Kansas, and Hannah takes the night shift. I'm really That's good true. at the boring driving because <laughs> it's like every 15 minutes, all I have to do is get in the left lane and pass a semi truck, and then get back in the right lane. So it's it's a nice groove to be in. Kansas is very easy. She just cranks her Skrillex, and you know, <laughs> not just Skrillex. I like to shake it up. We got some <laughs> Cascade, Swedish House Mafia. I like my techno. It's yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, Ryan from Cascade happens to be a blue artist, so. I'm- Thank you for giving him I mean, a if you, little love. And if you Skrillex, want it, Sunny from Skrillex also uses our snowball. And if you want to introduce us, that's cool. I may be able to do that. I mean, <laughs> how hard is it? Hey, Sunny Ryan, I've got four sisters from Colorado that would love to meet you. They're amazing musicians, and they rock. One that might faint when meeting don't tell, him. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let that one be a surprise. <laughs> that's magic right there. I like that. All right, so let's play it. From the House Rock, we have the track... When the dragon came down by the Shell Sisters.
queen along with my crown when the dragon came down. Well, we're back, um, and I'll just correct myself. It is Shell. Um, but I just, when I'm sitting across from the sisters, I can't help myself. <laughs> so, okay, great. Um, great way to kick things off. Mel- Melody, I think so. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful way of connecting dots when you sing and when you play. Oh, thank oh, you very much. I don't know if it's connecting dots. I just think that you're built that way. It's a nice way of putting it. So, um, before we go on to the next song you guys recorded here, um, let's talk a little bit about the album entitled Shell. Mm-hmm. Simple. Simple. Very <laughs> easy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's available on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's also through the website. Yep. Shellmusic.com. And that's Shell with one L. So for those who go by the beach and think they're getting a shell, mm-hmm. you're going to lose an L here. <laughs> so S-H-E-L <laughs> music.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I encourage everybody to go there. There's actually some really, really funny videos. I love the one with Freckles. Oh, thank you. You you guys, like that really classic feel. And I think you recorded two tracks that are on video that look very like 1920, 20 styles. Probably one of those is the Pledge video. The Pledge video. Yeah, Yeah, we did a a Pledge music campaign to do the album. And we had, that was kind of our theme for it. So we had a few videos that came out with that kind of sped up, you know, silent movie feel. Yeah. So it brought me back to the Charlie Chaplin films and it's, yeah. and it's awesome. very well done. Thank you. So, whatever you guys did with and that was a collaboration with Pledge? That yeah, so we we yep, that was we did the Pledge music campaign um to raise the money. Yeah, collaboration with Pledge totally. But yeah, those, well we made the music video ourselves. Yeah. Oh yeah, we Sarah did and yeah. Eva filmed the music video and um, and storyboarded it and mm-hmm. everything. That's sort of what we do in our spare time. We love to make videos. So for as many songs, uh, we're actually going to do one for every song off of this album. Mm-hmm. And we're really excited about it. So we're on the, um, we just released a video for The Man Who Was the Circus, and it's airing on national television today. Yeah. We so haven't we're really excited it yet, about it. But yeah. Wait, you haven't seen the <laughs> on, video? On television. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 yeah. We haven't we're seen it yet. This. Hope it's good. No, sorry. And we haven't seen it on national television yet, but we'll get cable someday. <laughs> yes, you don't have cable. Yeah. Oh, really have TV. Colorado girls. <laughs> figure. No cable. We don't we need have mountains. <laughs> we don't need cable. You're always in the car creating music, so yeah. that, that also works. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so the second track you guys recorded here today was Try to Scream. Um, I'm going to guess, is this you, Eva? Did, did it all begin with you? It did. Angsty. Angsty. <laughs> well, we have a joke that we write all the happy songs together. Because we're always happy when we're together, but it's when you're by yourself, you know, you get all introspective, thinking about things. But I like that song still. It's it's a few years old by now. Yeah, it was on a, the first EP that we released um, a couple years ago. That one's still available, but it's so that that song's not on that album. Okay. Well, we I, I like the throwbacks, especially when you're comfortable <laughs> playing them at mm-hmm. the House Rock. Totally. Yeah. So without further ado, we have Shell performing. Try to scream. Before I'm crying 
together is uh really really infectious and i'm excited for all your fans that get to go see you i'm you know you just got out of nam which for those who don't know what nam is why don't you guys explain in words what nam was to you because you played something like 20 shows 27 shows yeah in four days four days and what is nam in two sentences or less oh my gosh (laughs) it's it's like kind of a sensory overload but in the best way possible, because you get to see, like for me as a drummer, they have an entire hall of a convention center just dedicated to it. So it's absolutely amazing. But oh my goodness, by the end of the day, you're you're ready to pass out. It was, you will. It was crazy because we were in like the hall way over here, and then Hall D was where all the drums were, which Liza at every break because we played on every hour for twenty minutes, and then we had forty minutes before we had to be back at that booth, you know. So Liza's like over at this hall, like running to that hall to go try out all these drums and then talk to her sponsors and stuff. Well, like Eve and I are like going down to Hall E to try out all the mandolins and stuff. 
I would run upstairs to the second floor and they had grand pianos everywhere. So, <laughs> I wish you all. Oh, sorry. I wish I had one of those like odometers or whatever on my hips <laughs> so that I could see how many miles we walked because I swear we probably mo- walked like 20 miles. All that. I've, I've never seen more um, people wearing black clothes in my life. Or I also saw the tallest person I've ever seen and the smallest person yes. I've ever seen there. So it was a lot of um, different people. I've never but seen, mostly wearing black. Yeah. So. I've never seen so many people wearing sunglasses inside. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so many people. And you're like, so I mean, it's, it's not that bright, but okay. Yeah, those fluorescent lights yeah, they sure. melt your brain after a while. Sure they do. Uh-huh. You're losing... You're losing brain cells real quick. <laughs> this is really funny to hear your perspective on Nam because you, you call it out as it is, and I'm so immune to it. Like, every year I'm so used to it. I don't notice anybody wearing black. Of course there are people wearing sunglasses, but you sort of expect it once mm-hmm. you've been to Nam. Totally. And now that you've done Nam, you'll go back next year, and you won't even see that because it's like, obviously. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. dressed to impress mm-hmm. or dressed to disgust. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Yep. yes. That, there was yeah. that, there too. There was some of that, yeah. Dressed yeah. to be noticed. Uh-huh. <laughs> really, honey, put a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> for all our listeners right now, they're probably so lost. But for those who really need an experience, if you can get your way into NAM, every year it takes place the third or fourth weekend in, in January, mm-hmm. and it is, it's a riot, it's, literally. It's, it is yeah. an it's, experience. A networking frenzy. It's a networking frenzy. Oh, yeah. Liza saw Stevie Wonder. I did. Yeah. He's, he's like in the soundproof uh, booth, just listening to this guy like jam out on the drums, and he's just like grooving along to it, and there's like 30 people cramming around this tiny, tiny glass box trying to just get a view, and it was That's amazing. It's cool. very cool. Um, all right, so now we're going to highlight two tracks off the latest album. And uh, the first track I have here is Paint My Life. Uh, Let's talk about what feeling you have when you play Paint My Life live. Liza. Me? Oh, man. It's like, well, okay, it has like a tango-y vibe. That sounds strange probably. But for me, I don't know. It's like this really, it's, it's kind of a cold feeling because the song, in a sense, has just this element, to me anyways, like a very like straight back, proper but very cold feeling, kind of just sterile at the same time. So for me, like when I try or when I play it, I always try to kind of just have this view of very proper, which is not me at all when I'm playing drums. I'm like the most, yeah, no. She's like animal. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. um, So for me, it's it's a very kind of, if you think of like a white canvas and you just start splashing orange on it, that's always my mental image. Okay. Like, that's just me. I dig it. Hana, you sort of jump want to jump in here? Sure. Yeah, that one has, um, like she said, you could tango to it, and it also has a lot of classical elements. And so, um, just thinking about technique and like making it crisp when we're performing it, that's kind of where my head's at. Sounds good. Without further ado, from the debut album entitled "Shell," we have the track "Paint My Life." Thank you. 
tango with myself right now is that a little weird <laughs> <laughs> all I, I i would actually enjoy tangoing with four sisters how would hey, that work i know that, like would a very, yeah, that would be probably one of those funnier die videos <laughs> <laughs> all right and now since we had the debut today of uh the man who was the circus mm-hmm. this is an exciting day 
Yeah. It is very exciting. I mean, yeah, House I'm of Rock. Sure. They have House of Rock. <laughs> Debut video. <laughs> Check. And then you have a show tonight. Mm-hmm. That's right. Ooh, so um, let's talk a little bit about the track. Anybody want to sort of paint like a funny story about, speaking of paint, um, we just <laughs> did paint my life, but um, The Man Who Is The Circus, we're, like, that's an interesting title of a song. Yeah, it's, and it's actually a, a very sad song. It's not, though. I mean, it redeems itself in the end, but it's uh, it's about um, a leader passing on, you know, and the, um, the idea that the best leaders help turn other people into leaders, you know, so that they can function after they're gone. And so um, it's one of my personal favorite songs, and I always go through these seasons of writing where we write a whole bunch, but it always comes back to that one for me. So it's one of my all-time favorites. I think we should play it. I'm down. All right. So the single from the debut album entitled Shell. We have the track, The Man Who Was the Circus. Here you have it. Is this my real life or some wounded fool's fantasy? I remember a colorful life. It once belonged to me Until I painted my heart in white lines They seemed so harmless at the time
the song redeemed itself at the end. <laughs> it's well put. So Eva, I'm so tempted to just continue to call you Eves. I know that's you can a do that. Thing. I know. It's so I was cool. I was pretty yeah. um I was pretty impressed with that because I'm like that's my nickname. How did you know? It felt <laughs> it felt homey. It was nice. Yeah. You continue. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> do any of us get nicknames? Um, I'm still learning. I mean, you well, Liza's boo. So yeah. Go we, ahead and feel oh, free to always do call that. me okay. boo. For Jonesy. all of our fans, the Shell fans, you now know if you didn't already know. Liza is boo. <laughs> or Liza or Jonesy. Any of them will do. Okay. I'm into that. Um, Sarah, do you have a nickname? We call her SJ. Sa- I call her Sarah, Sarah Bear. Bear. Yeah, Sarah Bear. Sarah Bear, Sarah Bear Hana, we call, what do we call you? We call me H-Man. We call you H-Man. H. You call me that one. I call you Hanson. Hanson. I call her, when, I, when I'm having Siri call you, I have to say, call Hannah Holbrook because she doesn't get Hannah. <laughs> oh, so you actually use Siri. Yeah. In the car, in the car, okay. you know, gotta, I gotta say, stay safe. I don't think Suri has helped me at all. No. Nope. In fact, I've tried to use Suri, and I, it's taken more time out of my life <laughs> to figure out what the heck Suri was doing when I asked her the That's directions. So- Have you ever asked her where to hide a dead body? <laughs> it's hilarious. I think I did, like at the beginning. <laughs> my memory's not very good. At the beginning when Siri was kind of cool. <laughs> I don't think that's a good thing to be asking Siri all the time. You know, well, I mean, she's gonna, I, I might get put on the watch list. I'll, I'll get put on the watch list if I ask yeah. Siri enough. Right. All right, so lots of great things happening. You guys are making videos. I keep saying you guys. You, you ladies are making videos for all of your tracks, which is really cool. Who is the videographer? Who's the one that... Uh, <laughs> look Sarah at Bear. That. There you go, Sarah case, Bear. Just in case you couldn't see them pointing. <laughs> Where did you learn your uh, editing skills? Well, uh, editing, I was pretty much self-taught. I went to school for a hot second for TV production and then really hated it because everybody was super uptight. So I left and went into graphic design. And then we started doing music full-time and we needed videos. And I was like, well, I kind of went to school for this. So I started doing that. And then just um, doing the videos with them is when I really started to learn how to edit and music background. So it's been really fun for me. I love it. You're welcome. I was trying to give you like a hair signal, and you didn't. Quite. I just that's Liza, why you're, you're doing this the whole your time. time. <laughs> this is the three little sisters running around here. You know. We're not running. <laughs> We're actually seated in very seated. classy stools. It's very true. It's very true. In fact, those stools have many people have sat in those stools because the cascades sit here. Beef. No. Oh. no. Herbie Hancock sat there. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chrissy Hind. Right. Liz Fair. I don't know. I could keep going. <laughs> no, um, it, it's just it's funny to sit down and see four sisters. I don't think I've ever. I'm just totally entertained, smiling this whole time. So <laughs> that's um, too. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so as we dig, as we segue, I should say into the third part of the podcast. I've asked you to identify a song that's meaningful to you that has an associated story that is by an artist. And uh, Hannah, you've been rather quiet, so I'm going to start with you. All right. And uh, you're going to tell me the artist and song that you chose in the show and tell part of the podcast. Okay. So what I do you got? I picked Melody Gardot, um, and one of my good friends who's a producer out in Colorado, he showed me her album earlier last year, and I just fell in love with it. It's kind of romantic French jazz say and I love her voice and I love the arrangements in the song um, or on the album and so I picked Baby I'm a Fool which is the first track on that album. Sounds good to me. Should we play it? Yeah. Alright, let's do it. So the track 
is Baby I'm a Fool by Melody Gardot. Here you have it. How was I to know that this was always only just a little game to you? All the time I thought you gave your heart, I thought that I would do the same for you. Tell the truth, I think I should have seen it coming from a mile away When the words you say are, baby, I'm a fool who thinks it's cool to fall in love If I gave a thought to fascination, I would know it wasn't right to care Doesn't seem to mind that I am fascinated. Boo. By Go ahead. Boo. Sorry. Oh, no, we're good. We're back. <laughs> oh, and we're Great way back. to kick things off. I'm into it. <laughs> okay. Boo. I'm going to go to you now. Well, I picked uh, Paul Simon's 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. Okay. Because um, of the Steve Gadd drum part that I just absolutely, it's one of the first drum parts I actually sat down and attempted to learn. Attempted, I should say. It took me a little. A little while to get that one, um, but it's it's one of my just absolutely favorite drum parts because it, it to me it's not your you know your standard just rock beat you know but it has this amazing feel that you you get just right off the bat, and, but it's it's definitely not your typical drum part. So. When was the first time you picked up drumsticks? Ooh, the first time I remember picking up drumsticks. I yes. can't swear that this was the first very first time. Probably like nine, do you think? Probably like at the vineyard. Yeah, nine or ten. Yeah, at at a local church. She wasn't good. I was no. awful. Like they're like, yeah, do you want to play on this worship song? And I was like, uh, fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. So I got up there and tried to play a rock beat and basically broke the drums. It was that bad. But the first time I remember like playing the drums and loving it was on my thirteenth birthday when I got a drum kit. Mm-hmm. All right. Best birthday present. And that's when we found out she was naturally good at it. Because she was, because for a long time we thought maybe she wasn't. And then when she actually like sat down and was able to do it, we were like, okay, okay, here we go. I scratched that entire story. I do remember. Ooh, prepare yourselves. All right. So Eva's mandolin teacher lent us her five piece something like nice drum set for me to try out. And Sarah was better at drumming than I was. Me. So I had like I, I absolutely hated it because Sarah was better at it than me. But that was the first time I really remember picking up really drumsticks. That. And again, I just I I had like no rhythm and I was probably seven, seven. or eight. Yeah. So yeah. All it was, right. It was bad yeah. when we first tried it. <laughs> well, let's play the Paul Simon Steve Gadd song then. <laughs> All right, we have fifty ways to leave your lover. Paul Simon. Fifty ways to leave your lover. She said it's really not my habit to intrude Furthermore, I hope my meaning won't be lost or misconstrued But I'll repeat myself At the risk of being crude There must be 50 ways to leave your lover 50 ways to leave your lover You just slip out the back, Jack Make a new plan, stand You don't need to be coy, Roy just get yourself free or Hop on the bus, Gus You don't need to discuss much Just drop off the key, leave And get yourself free Ooh, slip out the back, Jeff. 
You know, one of my favorite parts about this podcast is everybody gets to remember these old memories because I'm asking you questions. You don't really get that often, right? It's true. Or ever. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been asked that, and I'm kind of surprised. Well, good. It's a good question. All these things that might have gotten lost in the past, we're bringing back in. (laughs) Brings us around the entire story. You can wrap your head around the Shell Sisters story. Okay, well, Sarah Bear, you're up. So I chose Madness by Muse, and it's because, so I get into these little, like, grooves of loving one song intensely, and the last song was The Police's uh, Don't Stand So Close to Me, and it got to the point where friends would get in my car, and that's the first thing I turned on, and I was like, please, not again. No. But this is the this is the latest one of those, and I just, I'm creating memories with that song right now, is what's going on. So since, you know, we're we're away from home right now, and, I, and I'm playing that one, you know, in New York City. It just, I know in a couple of years I'm going to listen to it and be like, do you remember that time? Do you remember that time? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So without further ado, we have Muse and the track Madness. Here you have it. I, I can't get these memories out of my mind and some kind of Saving the best for last? Uh, well, it's the Beatles, so of course it's the best. <laughs> Win by default. So. All right, um, let's let's hear the story. Well, I picked Magical Mystery Tour because we all grew up listening to the Beatles, actually, and somebody asked me who my favorite vocalist was, and I realized that there wasn't just one, it was all four of the Beatles, and I loved the way that they sound together. And um, I, our parents introduced us to the Beatles, obviously, so I was riding in the car with my mom, not uh, just a couple weeks ago, and we were coming home, and I stuck that song on, and uh, we we cranked it up, and we were listening to the harmonies on that one, and it, she's just like, this is the thing that I've always loved about the Beatles, and we were going on and on about it, and I love that one because you really distinctly hear the Leslie effect, and someone was telling me John always put that on his voice because he hated the sound of his voice, you know, and then you'd hear, you can very distinctly also hear the slapback delay, and those were two things that I, I think the Beatles introduced to the recording world that are so, like, it's so, um what would you say, it's so a part of their sound, so distinct. So listening to that and just realizing how much I absolutely love the sound of their voices together and the way that they use them. Well articulated. And you are so technical of the sisters. She just broke it down. I know. She always yeah. slap back the whole thing. I love she that. She co-produced our entire last album with wow. producers. So she knows what she's talking well, yeah, no. She sure does. I'm pretty novice when you talk to a real engineer. You're like, oh, yeah. 
I know a couple of times. <laughs> it's okay to wow me. I'm, I'm loud. <laughs> yes. All right, here you go. Without further ado, the track Magical Mystery Tour by the Beatles. So we have the Shell Sisters, their choices. We do a house pick. I'm coming out of left field. I'm going French on you guys. Ooh. Okay. It's two sisters. The uh, the track is called Ooh La La, and the sis- they're not sisters, sorry. They're two French girls named Brigitte. So without further ado, we have the track Ooh La La by Brigitte. <laughs> Mais 
are back. I have the Shell Sisters at the House of Rock. We're finishing up our podcast. Uh, so what's on tap? I mean, it sounds like you guys have a huge year in front of you, that being 2013. <laughs> what are you most excited about making a video for next? Stained. Stained, yep. Yeah, we're going to shoot that. Hopefully, the plan is to shoot that in Nashville in a couple weeks. So we're still, even I are dreaming up what's going to happen with it and figuring out our team for that and everything. So, But it's, it has to happen in Nashville because it just has to. Whenever yeah. we think about it, it's like it has to be in Nashville. And like the, in like the forest. Yeah, in the forest. So. In the forest. In the forest in Nashville. All right. So for all the fans that haven't gone to the website and purchased the entire album, <laughs> um, it's time to go do that. And it's also time to make sure that you sign up for the newsletter. Mm-hmm. And yes, any other please. plugs you guys want to do? I mean, I guess it's shellmusic.com. Shell. Yeah. Shellmusic.com. And we're on Facebook, and that's uh, forward slash I love shell music. And then, uh, you know, Twitter is the same I love shell. And Instagram is I love shell. YouTube. What is YouTube? Because you should I go love check shell. out. So there's a lot of I love shell. Yeah. We yeah. didn't mean for that to be pretentious, <laughs> we were just <laughs> thinking it would stand out. This is a you know one of the teenage things that happened because we've been a band for a little well a band in quotations for a little while so. <laughs> sisters. Well, Shell, thank you for coming out to the House of Rock and co-hosting our podcast. Absolutely, it was just magnificent. Awesome. Thanks for having Thanks us, for having us Tyler. We really appreciate this it. This is absolutely amazing. This house kills me. If we had millions of dollars, we would buy this house. You, you might need twenty-two of those. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're working on it. <laughs> Can you put it on hold? I mean, is that something work? to aspire to? Right? I was gonna say this is now like my dream house is basically this house. Mm-hmm. It, it would have to have. Before, it but still have this. to have the studio and the mics for me. Definitely. Oh, totally. The studio and the blue and, mics and a grand piano. It needs that. Yes, and in fact, we did have a Schimmel grand piano. You had a Schimmel. Yes, we did the C three one that oh, I yeah, think yeah. is uh, got a price tag of one hundred eighty thousand. Yeah, yeah, well, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. We had it until December sixth. Sad. I know. So sad. I know. We lost it, but it's okay. Let's end on a high note. Let's yeah. get you guys back out here. Yes. Anytime you're back in LA, ring me up. Tell me there's something more to report. We'll get you on a podcast or at the very least have you up for another session. Sounds yeah, good? that'd be totally. awesome. Thank you, Thank you All so right. much, Tyler. Sounds good. Group hug. Let's do Group it. Group hug. Yay. Don't break the mic. Let's just leave.